right, everybody, welcome back to the Review Preview Podcast. My name is Sean Clark, and I got Danny Martinez, Woo! Pastor Danny Martinez, in the building today. It's good on- to be in the building. It is, especially because outside it's super, super cold. Windy. It's and just cold like, and windy. It's just it's not it's not it looks nice, but then you get out there, it's just like. I think the first thing Elijah said to me when he got up was today's a good day to fly a kite oh i was like yeah you might damage your kite right but it, you could probably get one up there I, so i see guys at bender fields and they have those big parachutes and they'll throw them out and then they just like windsurf it's really Wait, cool really yeah yeah it's really cool what do they surf on like the is air it, <laughs> but i mean do they, do they get elevated they, they yeah, go up in the air yeah they go up it's not like crazy but they they go up enough and, and they just kind of move along and Whoa. yeah it's really cool and there's like two guys that just always go and they have their kites. Um, but, so I talked to somebody this this weekend at Men's Advance uh-huh. who said that they longboarded. Really? I forgot who it was. And I asked them if they knew that you longboarded. And they said, yeah, we know that Danny longboards. Troy? No. No. Um, hmm. Um, Je- not Jeremy. It wasn't Logan. Was it a young adult or was it a student? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, yeah. I probably know. <laughs> but I was... Um, well, I go out in this, I mean, if it's not, if the road's not slick, I'm always out. Yeah. I try to be anyways. Man, no, I can't remember. Yeah. But anyway, you got brought up. So the reason I say this is because could you theoretically hmm. windsurf while on a longboard or would that just be, would you need that to be strapped? Be awesome. Could you have to, you'd have to strap your feet <laughs> you on You would the board? have to, I think you'd have to strap your feet in because if you get any kind of air. You'd go up. You, you lose your board and then you fall down. <laughs> you just, yeah. Oh my so goodness. you could get a you could get snowboard and Jimmy rig it onto your. I've seen people do it um, in Alaska on the Turnigan Arm because there's this there's this little section. Mm-hmm. Um, Suzanne's from Alaska, so we've been right. up there a number of times. But as you're driving along the highway, there's this one point that's always windy, and so people are out there kind of like with I think it's like a surfboard. Okay, but then they they must strap it to their feet, and then they have the the wind thing. So yes. they're, they're just ripping across. It looks super cool. That stuff looks so fun. But then I'm like, man. But then, then when you I actually do it. Hurt, yeah, yeah. yeah. When then you do it, it's like it's probably harder than it looks. Yeah. And also you're like doing this in Alaskan yeah. waters. Oh, no. That sounds it's really cold. Cold. <laughs> cold, cold. No, thank so, you. Well, I'm on the northeast corner here. So yes. I'm getting blasted with wind today. But Oh, that's right. Got my speed heater going. That's so good. It'll be good. <laughs> anyway, um, so... Let's let's review Obadiah. Obadiah, so fun. I love this book. It was so fun to preach through when and you, study through. And because you said, yeah, you said that you're gonna do Obadiah. I was like, I, <laughs> I don't, I can't tell you what Obadiah is right. about. I mean, I've read it. Yeah, I've studied it. And you're like, well, there's Jonah, and then there's <laughs> Obadiah. You know, there's Amos and Obadiah, and it's just like one single page in your Bible. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it was like a little standalone series, Obadiah. What led you to Obadiah? I like I like the idea of going through some of the obscure passages and books in scripture that we kind of leave just yeah. untouched. Yeah. And so for for me, it's fun to to dive into these books and to yeah. explore and then to tell people like, look at all this beautiful stuff like we've missed and, yeah. and just remind people and because there's a lot of great lessons that we see in Obadiah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what led me to yeah. that book. And it's so short. Initially, I'm like, oh, this will be easy. But, yeah. you know, we talked earlier. You could easily make this like a two, even three sermon yeah, yeah. series and, and these 21 verses. Right. I think sometimes 
we get into thinking that, oh yeah, this would be really good and really simple to go through. But then you get into it, it's like, whoa, this is really complex right. and there's a lot more to talk about. Well, so I think it's a good lesson as well, the many lessons, a good lesson on just the importance of basic hermeneutics. Just how do you study the Bible well? Because so we can go through the 21, we can just read straight through you the 21. You could read it. And then you're like, well, that was interesting. Yeah. But what is it about? Like yeah. what's, and so if you don't have the context, the cultural, and then the, then you miss so much. Yeah. That so. was so good. I So I'm sitting there, <laughs> second row, and I'm like, this guy had to have studied oh, so a lot. <laughs> so many to get, commentaries. <laughs> to get and... this down, because because I think I think it was so beautiful the way that you, you kind of went back to Genesis, because you don't really understand the whole Edomite story. Right. Obadiah doesn't make sense unless you understand the historicity of it mm-hmm. and what came before that. But that takes a lot of work to mm-hmm. learn it. So you took us back to Jacob, Esau, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and kind of unpacked it from that point on and then took us. So the first half of the sermon was really just unpacking right. history, context, those types of things. Well, And there's yeah. so much to see even in that story. And so even, even the fact that you look at Abraham and how when he talked to Eleazar and he's like, I need to find a wife for my son, Isaac. Mm-hmm. Don't go to the Canaanite women is what he tells yeah, him. Yeah. And then when Jacob is praying, uh, excuse me, when Isaac is praying over Jacob, thinking, you know, he's Esau, but right. he's like, don't take a woman from the Canaanite woman. And so then Esau, he ends up marrying a Canaanite woman. Yeah, and, and so yeah. just kind of the ramifications yeah. of all that, you see they become the enemies of God. And, and one thing we didn't even touch on is, well, another one of his wives was actually Ishmael's daughter, which was the the son of from Abraham and um, and Hagar. Okay. So it's just yeah. like there's all there's like the, when you look at the family tree, it's like crazy. Yeah. And yeah. then you get down to to like these are the descendants, these are the Edomites, mm-hmm. and this is like there's just bad blood. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what I mean. Like you can tell that this guy studied. Like. <laughs> Like it's you're like, saying words and I'm like, okay, I think that's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That sounds, sounds about right. So, yeah, you know, good. so it's just, it's really, I think it's just, a, it was very encouraging just to, just to go through and just to study this. Yeah. I mean, this whole book is just yeah. filled with yeah amazing truths. One so. of the, one of the powerful things, even before you got into Obadiah that I wrote mm-hmm. down and I just wanted to kind of remember it for myself, but, um, kind of like the, at the inception of this, this, uh, you know, potential sibling conflict was, was the story of Jacob and Esau and Esau wanting to trade in his birthright. And you, you said, you know, kind of in a moment of fleshly desire, you can give up something, um, that's very precious and lose out on a lifetime of blessings. I'm like, well, that hits hard. Yeah. A lifetime. Lifetime. Like it's not just, yeah. well, you know, I'll, I'll do, I'll, I'll do this action. I'll pay my, time i'll do my time yeah and then i'll be fine like right. there's there are certain things that we can do in our lives that have eternal ramifications and now of course we have a god who forgives and he's yeah. merciful and loving but there are certain opportunities that that present themselves that if we say yes to they will derail the plan that god intends for our lives yeah and so Man, so it's just powerful. it's just like it's because it's yeah. Like we, we, like God takes these things very seriously. And so when he says, behold, you know, when, when we read in scripture, you know, be holy as I'm holy, mm-hmm. it's like, that's, that's the call yeah. that, that, that high standard that he sets for yeah. us. And so I think, unfortunately, Esau is a great example of what not to do. Yeah. And, um, not that Jacob was like this high 
Like he, he's right. a deceiver, right? A yeah, liar, and that, and that's, all. The, that's the guy that I, <laughs> if people ever ask me like which biblical character you do identify yeah. with, I'm like I kind of feel like I'm Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. At least you'd have to spend like 20 plus years right, in, right, yeah. under Laban. So, anyways, yeah. So, so then, so then Esau's descendants, yeah. obviously the Edomites, um, and then it's like you, the the when you read the book of Obadiah, when mm-hmm. you finally get in there and read it having all the background commentary of yeah. what you were able to explain was adding like color commentary yes. to it. Like the, you know, God saying, um, you know, you who make your, your dwelling up in the in, rocks and stuff yep. like that. I mean, that's, it was, that was really their reality. They yeah. literally built fortresses within mountainsides and found pride in that. Yeah. Right. They were very secure and very established. And so to see that, like we live in a beautiful time where we have access to, uh, all this technology that allows us to see all these places like, yeah. we would have never been able to see before. Yeah. So it's it's a way to read. You read scripture in color, and mm-hmm. and to, to be able to see that, and then to read that, uh, you know, when when the Lord's when when the Lord says, uh, after the pride of your heart, you live in the clefts of the rock and the lofty dwelling place places, and yeah. then the Lord says, I will bring you down, declares the Lord. It's like, oh man, you see that because there's right. they're actually. Living and you ele- showed the, the the little picture too. Well, not the you yeah. showed the big picture right. with the little tiny, tiny like lifestyle real humans there, yeah. and so you know that was to be able to take a fort to be feeling that you would be well surrounded and well fortified right. against anything, right? Unless it's God, right? Right, and God can penetrate that and take it down, right? Right, and, and so, so it talks about in in the very first verse, you know that we're going to declare yeah. war against Edom. And then it's like, well, what a foolish thing to do. Yeah. Unless you're God. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like, well, who can stand against the Lord? Yeah. And so yeah. like just a sobering message. It was um, so good. It's just like, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's a beautiful side that we see to our Lord that, that it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to incur the wrath of the Lord. I don't want to be on, you know, in, on that side of, of, of judgment uh, per se. And looking at it from a national level, talking about how, you know, the Lord's going to bring judgment on all nations. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like for all of the nations in the world, not yeah. just America, but for everyone, just yeah. that there is this need to, to bow down to our Lord yeah. um, or else. Yeah. And it's like the or else is not good. Yeah. Yeah. The so. or else won't be good. Right. Yeah. So, so I, I was blessed brother yeah. to be well. able to sit under a teaching on Obadiah. I don't, I don't, I've been a Christian for a long time. I don't think I've ever heard of sermons sermon on, on Obadiah. So no, not many people go, preach man. on Obadiah. So I thought, again, what a cool Good. opportunity for us just to touch on this book that is yeah. so rarely visited. So, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. So previewing um, this next week, we're going to be back in the Gospel of Mark. Yes. And we're actually taking three different teaching segments, starting in Mark two eighteen through three six. Um, and Mark is a compiler, so mm-hmm. he's taking all these stories that he probably heard from Peter and now he's going to uh, cram them into a, a, a narrative and it get to a very ironic point at the very end of it. So um, it's really powerful. Yeah. It's going to be a powerful and we're going to be, we've been pretty slow through the gospel of Mark, but th- we're going to hit the fast forward button this week and we're going to cover a, a, a huge chunk of it um, to get us to this point where we have to make the decision. Are we going to be kind of, <laughs> on team Jesus, so to speak, mm-hmm. or are we going to be the people that want to destroy his work in our lives? Because yeah. that's what they decide to do. They, they have all this amazing evidence of who Jesus is and the, the, the ironic tw- plot twist, 
pot twist uh, <laughs> plot twist is that they want to destroy him yeah instead yeah. of being associated with him yeah and so trying to trying to make that hit home a little bit uh, mm-hmm. mark is it's, he's a beautiful storyteller so, yeah yeah this and then this and, and then and, this and and, 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 yeah. and look yeah, at all this I was, joking, <laughs> I was joking at staff the other day is like if you look at it it's like and 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 yeah. it's like you can't ever stop I reading know. it's like you have to sit down and read yeah. To the end of the, the maybe that's the book yeah. I'll start recommending to my students yeah. that have attention span problems. Like, yeah, just add read them. Mark and so yeah, and, yeah, and, 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 like, and yeah, yeah. I can't so. stop. So very good. Well, we got um, so we got that in uh, in store for Sunday, which I'm looking forward to preaching that. And then before that, Garrett Camp, uh, Elder Garrett Camp, is continuing on his Sermon on the Mount series, which has been really good. Which um, you can find on the YouTube. On the YouTube. Mm-hmm. People have found it on the yes. YouTube. People have been talking to it. And if I talked to somebody the other day um, that uh, that utilized uh, the apologetics course that you taught. No way. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So he's like, I, I, I watched, I don't know if he's watched every episode, right. but he's like, that's so cool that you guys do that. So yeah. um, you can watch it on mm-hmm. the YouTube or you can come in person. That's even we better. We actually have in-person <laughs> teaching too. So that starts at 9 a.m. And then 10 a.m. we have the worship gathering. It's Communion Sunday, which is mm-hmm. always a great way to to celebrate the way that uh, in which we're made right in our relationship with God. It's through yeah. sacrifice of our Savior. So um, should be a good Sunday. We hope yeah. to see you out. Yeah. So anything else you got? Trampoline night tonight. Trampoline night tonight. Valentine's Day dinner on Friday. And um, stuff. yeah, read Obadiah. Read Obadiah. That's, that's my. Yeah. That's good. good. All right. So. We'll see you guys later. Okay. Bye. Bye.